Welcome to Annersbrook Church. We hope this message empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure you subscribe or visit our website at annersbrook.co.nz for a service near you. Well, I'm going to preach tonight on a message called Rattle from Ezekiel 37. But before I do, very interesting things happen whilst one is cleaning one's teeth. And I've just got to deliver this first. So I asked if um, this message was recorded, and um, it is. So um, this is going to change the life of your church. Um, Brent's sitting on the edge of his seat with great concern on his unfurrowed brow. (laughs) He's smiling. So when I came to New Zealand, I've never been to New Zealand before. This is my first time because I've lived the other side of the world. Give me some, give me, give me some grace. I've lived the other side of the world. <laughs> I left Australia when I was 25. Um, and I was reading an article this week about how it's, they're saying that the big one is coming for New Zealand, the big earthquake. And you had a big earthquake like 10 years ago. But as I was thinking upon that this afternoon, the Holy Spirit corrected me. Because he said, Jen, I'm not talking to you about a physical earthquake. But I felt in my spirit, I'm going to have to close my eyes and just start prophesying. (laughs) I felt in my spirit that almost underground in the nation of New Zealand, is a move of the Spirit of God that is rumbling under the surface. And I was reminded this afternoon, people call Australia the great south land of the Holy Spirit, but all the mighty men of God that have moved to Australia to cause the outworking of the Holy Spirit have all come from New Zealand, every one of them. And I was reminded of that scripture, does anything good come out of Nazareth? Jesus did. New Zealand is small in size, except for your rugby team, very large. (laughs) New Zealand is small in size, but I felt the Lord really birth something in my spirit this afternoon that there is a mighty awakening that is rumbling beneath the surface of this nation. And this awakening will not reside on the shoulders of the charismatic, nor will it reside on the shoulders of those that look strong, but it will reside on the shoulders of those who seek the Lord with all their heart and all their soul, that desire the things of the Spirit and the things of heaven more than the things of earth. And at the end of tonight, I really feel to pray again. To pray again as people prayed for me in the 1980s when there was a mighty move of young adults in the church that I was in. There were 800 young adults in my church in Brisbane. And it was just the most amazing. We would go into the house of God and we couldn't leave. We were prostrate at the altar for hours, crying out to God for a move of the Spirit. And I felt something birth within me this afternoon. This is not in my message. (laughs) I felt something birth within me this afternoon that God tonight wants again to cleanse, purify and call the hearts of the young adults in this room. Because there has been a spirit that has swept through the church that has tried to get a hold of the hearts of young adults and turn it towards justice rather than towards God. And I was the one, I was key on the front line of justice, caring for victims in the UK. But caring for the victims is not the answer. The answer is Jesus Christ. That is the answer. And I felt in my spirit that within this house, there was such a humility and integrity in the hearts of the leadership and in the hearts of the young adults that God wants you again to pour out your lives and to give your lives again tonight and say, Jesus, I will do whatever it takes. And I was reminded recently, and Dave and I have been through a season of great persecution. And I was reminded recently when the Holy Spirit said to me, Jen, when did you ever think 
that the Christian life didn't involve persecution. We've sanitized the church and therefore it's become palace. And God is calling His people again to come to the altar and to give their lives to Him wholeheartedly wholeheartedly that they would lay their lives down for their nation, that they would lay their lives down for the people that are around them. And I remember saying to God, but God, I just wanna be liked. And the Holy Spirit said to me, even Jesus didn't manage that. And tonight, for many, many young adults in this room, you're gonna respond to God's call on your life. There's gonna be church, churches birthed, The older you get, the older you think people need to be to plant a church. I was 25. 25, I went to the other side of the world and knew nobody. No support, no money, just faith. That generation is gonna rise again from this house in Jesus' name. It's gonna rise again from this house in Jesus' name. And then I felt in my spirit, that God is calling those that are older to yet again commit your resource to fund those that will go. Because we get older and wiser and we look at our superannuation funds and we look at the things that we have in our hands and we sit upon them as our security. And God is calling us I'm 55. He's calling me and all those that are older than me. It's our turn. Your turn didn't stop when you planted that church or you worked for YWAM or Teen Challenge in your 20s. Your turn comes again now because the kingdom of God needs you. The kingdom of God needs you. The kingdom of God needs your wisdom and your hands and your resources and your motherhood and your fatherhood. It needs you. I'm exhausted. (laughs) So at the end of tonight, I feel that rumble in my spirit. I firmly believe, and this has got nothing to do with me, but I firmly believe that after tonight, this church will never be the same. The Spirit of God's gonna come in a very powerful way and call many people tonight. And I remember when God called me, there were things I had to lay down. When God called me, I was on the cusp of being an Olympian. I'll lay it down. But if I'd kept running, I would have had the artificial hips at 28. So it's probably good I put it off to 41, wasn't it? The things I needed to lay down. There were desires I needed to lay down. But the beauty, but the beauty of one life. beauty of one life, touching the hem of Jesus' garment, is worth every sacrifice in the world. Right. Now I want to rattle. So I'm going to take you tonight a little journey. See, what I do, church, is this. I lull you into a false sense of security. They call me the iron fist in the velvet glove. So this is all velvety. Okay. Ezekiel 37. It's a journey through a massive graveyard. Ripper, we really want to read that, don't we? So I'm going to read a little bit of you tonight because our God specializes in bringing dead things back to life. That's what he does. In Ezekiel 37, I'm going to rattle on through as rattle is the title. The hand of the Lord was on me. And he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that vision. He led me back and forth among them and I saw a great many bones. All right, do you have to multiply it? On the floor of the valley, bones, not only were there many bones and bones and a valley of bones, but the bones were very dry. And he asked me, son of man, can these bones live? And we answer, sovereign Lord, only you know that. Thanks very much, Holy Spirit. I already knew I was dry. You didn't have to give me a picture of it. (laughs) We sometimes wonder why God takes us through a dry place. I tell you why, because he's setting you up for a breath. 
He shows you your bones. It doesn't mean you're dead because your bones are the strength of you. And they lie there waiting for the Spirit of God to breathe upon them. I'm skipping right through here because I just want to pray for people. And then Ezekiel 37 verse 46 says, Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I'll make breath into you. You'll come to life. I'll put breath in you and you'll come to life and then you'll know that I'm the Lord. I remember many years ago, I had believed, I started my charity with one house and one girl and we'd been going a number of years and they'd started to identify in the UK victims of human trafficking and the police approached me and said, would I start taking these young women? Of course, you never say no to an honour like that. But a little bit, couple of years later, I was believing God and I felt it was mine. They were tendering for the British government contract so the British government would fund my organisation which came with all sorts of complexities towards the end. But, um, and we waited for the Friday and the announcement was made and my organisation did not get the contract. And it was in my spirit. It was in my spirit. And I remember going to preach at a church that, that weekend and I must admit I was very, very selfish because I wasn't thinking about the church I was in. I was prophesying <laughs> to lack and I remember that weekend going, no, I'm not taking that. I've been told a definitive no by the home office. And all that weekend, I would walk around, I'd prophesy to the bones. Those bones come to life. There was no sign that it was possible that we could get, to the, con get the contract. On the Monday, I get a phone call from the home office. Jenny, I don't know why. The government never changes its mind. And on the Monday, it handed me the contract that I knew was mine. Now listen, what happened in the interim? I prophesied to the bones. I took the Word of God in my hands and I prophesied the Word over that which I thought was dead. And at the end of the night, some of us, we're gonna begin prophesying again. Because we take stuff lying down as if it's the end, the final word. But Jesus has the final word. And guess what? The word of God is in our mouths. And God wants us to pick up the word of God again and speak it as his word over the dry bones in our lives. In Jesus' name, is anyone with me tonight? When I was in that situation, the tendons and the sinew and the skin and the breath was not on it but I still had the Word of God in my mouth. And it's not the final word tonight over many of your situations because tonight you're gonna to learn again to prophesy. Rattle, prophesy those bones are rattling. He's weaponized us with the Word of God in my mouth. Guys on the overhead projector. <laughs> We're gonna skip a lot of scripture that I've given you. <laughs> And further along in Ezekiel 37 verse 7, so I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound. And the bones came together, bone to bone. I've done bone to bone. Before I had my hips replaced at 40, I was on a walking stick. Because I had no cartilage left in my hips. It was a little bit painful to put it mildly. <laughs> it's discomfort. It's uncomfortable when it's just bone to bone. But get yourself on that walking stick and begin prophesying. I remember when I had my second hip replacement because I wanted to go back for seconds because I enjoyed the first one so much. <laughs> and when I came out of my second operation, my right leg was an inch shorter than my left. Now, I'm a real girl girl, and I had a lovely collection of high heels. And I was imagining in my spirit, call me shallow, whatever you want. I was imagining a selection of orthotics on the bottom of my right leg. 
And my friends bought me these incredibly high heels and I put them on my dressing table. Call me shallow. I prophesied over those shoes. And six months later on my 50th birthday, I walked and my legs were the same length because I prophesied over the bones. Prophesied over the bones in Jesus. I got the word of God in my mouth and I began to prophesy. I began to call the word of God forth over my future in Jesus' name. And then it said, I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them, but there was no breath. Don't doubt God when all you can see is tendons and sinew and skin. Keep prophesying. Keep prophesying, church. Keep prophesying over that which you want God to do and what you want to see in Jesus' name, right? Rattling through because the title of the message is called Rattle. Don't abort your rebirth at the rattling of just bone and sinew because the wind, the spirit, and the breath is coming. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says, come breathe from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them and they came to life and they stood up on their feet, a vast army. This is your recommissioning tonight, Annisbrook Church. This is the spirit of God and the breath coming on you tonight, standing up as a vast army. Because God has not just commissioned his church as a bunch of individuals. He's commissioned us as row upon row upon row of mighty warriors. And tonight this is a recommissioning in this place. I apologize if you came for a nice night in church. The bones stood up. The very life and the infilling of the spirit. And the breath of God was prophesied into the very thing that he'd been described as long dead. This is the purpose and the plan of God coming back to fruition. I've got to say, when I left the UK last year, I thought this was my retirement call for about five minutes. But I feel even stronger now at this vintage God's got something to do with my life. He's got something to do with yours. We're going to have a mighty altar tonight. And yes, I will prophesy over people because I love doing that. But this is a recommissioning tonight. This is a breath. This is the time to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you by the laying on of hands. Skipping scripture. Oh, no, I better read that bit because that's good. I'm just like, I'm like biting at the bit to get to where I want to go. Tap dancing through church. Then he said to me, son of man, these are the bones of the people of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We're cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, my people. I am going to open up your graves and bring you up from them. Did you hear me? I'm gonna, this is like a zombie movie. I'm going to open up your graves and bring you up from them. I'm going to open up the very place that you thought you'd lie down and you were dead and you would never rise again. The Spirit of God comes tonight and says, I'm going to open up your graves and bring you up and out of them. I'll put my Spirit in you and you'll live. And I love this bit because this was really my story and I will settle you in your own land. Thank you, Jesus, with lots of high temperatures. Then you will know that the Lord has spoken and I've done it. No one reads the fine print here. Grave clothes are not always beautiful. The move of God is not always pretty and ordered. I'm sure Lazarus and even Jesus didn't look great when they came out of grave clothes. Smelly, dirty, all sorts. And the move of God is not always a pretty thing. It's not always ordered. You're probably going to have drug addicts climbing over the seats. Bring it on in the house of God. Oldies, may I hear an amen? Thank you. It's not always pretty. And when you rise up from your grave, you're not always pretty too. But who said the miracle of God is the presentation of perfection? 
Your grave clothes speak of momentum, resurrection life, and of determination to step out of your grave and into a God-breathed future. And now the keyboard and band are going to miraculously appear really quickly from behind the curtain. <laughs> oh. They were poised on the edge of their seats. Can I have some people that can sing too because I won't bless the church? Are you behind the curtain, sweet singers? Oh, there they are. They're dancing in. No, that's a guitarist. There's a sweet sound. Church, the rattle comes from God, but the activation starts with you. I want you to prophesy tonight. Speak the word of life. Come back to life health. Come back to life salvation. Come back to life finance. Come back to life purpose. Come back to life vast army. Time to fish on the other side of the boat. Because there's many fish on the other side. Time to have a huge net. Time to speak to a great wall of water. Time to cross over a river that seems impossible. Time to see mighty miracles. Time to see the... Is anybody excited? Just me. Don't look at me like that. Let's stand. The Spirit of God's going to come so powerfully in this place in a moment. You know, I've got to say, when I'm standing on the cusp of moments like tonight, I feel so responsible, like, like it's almost daunting. Because um, I can't represent Jesus. <laughs> God, would you come? Just lift your hands to God. God, would you come? Let's just sing a miracle can happen now like you were doing before. Let's just sing to God for a moment. When I was speaking at the beginning about tonight is a night where many young adults sense a call of God on them, sense it's time going to have to come back to you. You sense it's time. I, I remember older calls when I was 17 and 18 and 19 when I couldn't leave the altar because God struck me. He didn't so much strike me with a sense of what I was going to do. He struck me with a heart for humanity. He grieved my heart. And that's what's going to happen tonight. So we're going to do what we did this morning. I'm going to count to three. And if you young adult tonight and young adults, probably anything from... <laughs> 16 to uh, 30-ish. But, you know, if you want to stretch it and you look young, feel free. One, two, three. Come on down. Quick, quick, quick. You want to... You want to just commit your life to the call and the purpose of God right across this place tonight, right across this place right now, in Jesus' name. This is a solemn moment. But it's a beautiful moment. The power of God's going to come on. I'm not even going to have to touch you. The power of God's coming on you. He's birthing nations in some of you tonight obviously after this blessed assurance called COVID's gone bored with that it's birthing nations I want to see Jenny Gilpins of 25 years old God shooting out to all parts of the nation and the nations if you're willing to lay your life down again on behalf of the gospel it's a magnificent obsession. Right now, Lord God, 
just, just lift your hands right across the front. Look to God right now. You're birthing a call. And Father, this is a somber moment. This is a somber moment, but Lord God, it's the most wonderful moment in our lives. Crystal and I forgot your name. I thought it was Ben, but I didn't want to like say the wrong thing. The hand of God's upon you too. And tonight this is this is not a new thing. This is just you saying again, yes. But this is a big yes. I want to have a quiet conversation because nobody's listening to this at all, right? When you've seen when you've been and seen your parents, it's even bigger. But the anointing on the next generation is also even bigger. And I sense in my spirit, Ben, that God's got you where He is right now because He's actually giving you a heart for humanity. He is breaking your heart for people. And you feel helpless at times. When you look these people in the eye and you feel helpless. You're going to be a man that carries the heart of Jesus. You're the kindest man. You're going to be a man that sits down beside people and they're going to melt with the love of God that's on you. And you're so tall and broad and cool surfy looking. They know such love that people's hearts, even in actual fact, I can even see in my spirit, this is the strangest word. I can see you two hanging around some really dark characters. Sorry, mum and dad, close your ears. Some like covered in tattoos and nobody understands them. And you're actually, shush, mum and dad, don't listen going to have them in your home and these very shady I can actually see a row in here all pastors shut your ears I can see a row sorry older people I can see a row of biker type guys really like big men blubbering like babies in the house of God and it's going to be like there's going to be like a a home group that's going to form in your home of, of these people and they're going to be such carriers of the power of God. And that's what's just going to happen in the immediate. But you have churches in you. You do. Don't worry about it yet. Shelve it. Too hard? Shelf. Because you don't need to work out what God wants to do with your life. Because God can work that out. You don't need that. But in the very short term, I can see, please send me a photo, sneaky one, because they might not like you taking the photo. I can see a room full of the, what society would deem as the untouchables, touching God. Will you lift your hands to God right now? Father, in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, touch these beautiful lives. Could someone just stand behind them? Some, any other big, strong characters around here? Because I'm praying for the biggest. Father, in the name of Jesus, set them apart, Lord God, for the work of the ministry. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Crystal, you're mightily anointed. You're going to speak the Word of God with power. You're going to prophesy over people's lives and it's going to be very powerful. You're going to speak over people's lives and it's like a window would open in their soul. You have such authority. And do not doubt, don't allow the enemy to tell you there's no, that you don't have authority. You have authority that's rising up within you in the name of Jesus. And you're going to prophesy over stuff that you thought was dead in the name of Jesus and it's going to come back to life. In Jesus' Name, in Jesus' Name. Even the things that you dream about, they're going to come back to life. I can see in my spirit almost like roses growing where it was like nothing would grow anymore. 
In Jesus' Name, in Jesus' Name, in Jesus' Name, anoint Him. A double portion of your Holy Spirit in the Name of Jesus. A double portion. You will not need to lead with a loud voice, but you will lead with such authority that you will only need to smile and be kind and men will follow you. You do not need to change your personality to become somebody or not. God's gonna use you just the way He's created you in Jesus' Name. Okay, I'm rolling off the, cat, the taxi right now. This young man. Can I come down? Because I feel like silly up there. I wore trainers for a reason, but I'm not good at jumping off stages. Will you raise your hands to God right now? Father, in the name of Jesus. I've got the oddest word for you tonight. God has the perfect lady for you. Don't be distracted. Don't be distracted right now. God's got the perfect lady for you. And she's gonna come alongside you and she's gonna cheer you on. You're not gonna feel like it's a competition. She's gonna cheer you. She's gonna be excited about the call of God upon you. And Father, I just feel from a very young age, from a very young age, God will begin to raise you up. The Bible says, don't let youth be something that stops you. You're a wise young man. Wisdom's gonna come from your flow from your lips. It's gonna touch many lives in Jesus' Name. Now what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna go right across and lay hands upon every one of these. Don't worry, oldies, I'm coming for you. But just quickly, it'd be great if I could just commission all of you. How would that be? Would that be good? So raise your hands to God right from across here in Jesus' Name. I might need some muscles just in case. Oh, here he is. Look, look, oh, this beautiful older gentleman is being my muscles, right. Oh, all the young men are at the altar. It just dawned on me. Yeah, okay. Raise your hands to God right now. Father, I commission, I commission these young women in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, this incredible young woman in Jesus' Name. Tears may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning in Jesus' Name. Father, I commission this young woman in the Name of Jesus. In the Name of Jesus. In the Name of Jesus. Come on, but keep lifting up to God in Jesus' Name. In the Name of Jesus. In the Name of Jesus. I was 13 when I first knew that God was going to use me. And you know it already. I don't know how old you are, but you know it already. You're probably 20 and look younger, right? Yeah, Jesus' Name. <laughs> in the Name of Jesus. In the Name of, in the mighty Name of Jesus. In the mighty Name of Jesus. He knows you. He knows you. And you needed to hear that tonight. He knows you. He knows where you live. He knows the ache of your heart. He knows that you think that you could never make it. But He wants to say to you, you're more than going to make it. You're going to lead others to it. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Father, in the Name of Jesus, over these lives as they pour out their lives for You. As they pour, oh, step. As they pour out your lives for You. Father, in Jesus' Name. In Jesus' Name. Maybe if You could just come towards my hand, that would really help me. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. Father, I set apart this. Whoa, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, absolute deliverance tonight. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, the anointing's really strong now. Come on, oldies, lean in. You're called. You're called to the nations. Your call to the nations. He's gripping your heart. He's gripping your heart for the nations in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Did 
this morning? I didn't. Listen. God is going to free you from what holds you. Do you believe He can do that? Yes. Would you lift your hands to God for me? Father, everything that's gripped Him, you can do a miracle. In Jesus' name. I lift the hold of things off His life tonight in Jesus' name. Miracle. Take the desire away. Take the desire away in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. You love Him. You love Him. In Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus. You're tall. In Jesus' name. Oh, you've got great hair. In Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus. I've got so many words and so many people, which is great. You don't mind being here a while, church, do you? Good. Right answer. You look really cool. But this is the Word of God for you. You secretly know you're not. You're the answer to the world. I can see you walking amongst people that intimidate you or previously have intimidated you. I don't know what you do. You're going to walk amongst this set of people. God's going to set you amongst a group of very cool people to stay close or you can get caught up in stuff you shouldn't get caught up in because it's such a temptation and God will not only use you if you stay close he'll promote you don't go for the promotion over being used go for being used and God will promote you in Jesus name in Jesus name my son is a musician and he's never wanted to be cool and he did this album and we would have been happy if it had 20,000 downloads and it's just stayed humble and it's had a million. Okay, stay humble. Okay, Father, in the name of Jesus, catch her up in you, Lord God. Today is your day. It's your day today. This is it. It's time. In Jesus' name. sense in my spirit that out of your life it's almost like I can see a little bit of what I did I can see a mercy arm coming out of your life I can see you sitting at a desk in years to come people sitting there and their lives cleaning up as you speak see you organising Organising, organising, organising stuff. Because there's leadership upon you. And you've doubted yourself up to now. But not from today. You're going to take that doubt and you're going to, I'm lifting the lid off you. I'm lifting the lid off your life in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Beautiful. Oh God. Right. Just keep lifting your hands to God. Don't look at me. I can't help you. Father, in Jesus' name, I commission, I commission these lives, I commission these lives in the name of Jesus. Commission these lives in Jesus' name. Stay with me, older folk. You can have your hot chocolate in a bit. Father, in the name of Jesus, I commission these lives, I commission these lives. There are unreached people groups that will come out of your soul and out of your, your heart. You, 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 it's almost like you see nations no one else sees and you think, how are they going to be reached? God said He's going to use you. He's going to use you in Jesus' Name. Is her husband here? Oh, he's there. 
Sorry about the word your wife just got, because this involves you too. Father, untouched people groups out of this couple's life in Jesus' Name. Sometimes people say to you too, you're weird. But you're divinely weird because you're divinely wired for something that nobody else can do. I can see you like traipsing, like walking to places where, oh my word, walking to places that you've got to have a long walk to get there, but the people will be waiting for you. My favourite church that we had was our church in Ghana. And they were most beautiful people. And God's called you, He's called you, He's called you. Don't try and, and put together finance or put everything together because you, you, you feel in your spirit like you've got to arrange everything. And God would say, He's got it arranged. He's got the way forward for both of you. He's going to mightily use you for untouched people groups in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, Father in Jesus' Name. Just keep coming forward towards my hand because they're only a metre long. Father in Jesus, oh, in Jesus' Name. Commissioned, oh God, commission this lady in Jesus' Name. Commission her again today, oh God, in the Name of Jesus. 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 Father, who have I missed? In Jesus' name. Commission her. I commission these lives in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. I'm coming to you. In Jesus' name. lipstick in Jesus name oh don't fall over someone stand behind her she's got a bub in there <laughs> father in Jesus name commissioned chosen father in the name of Jesus so lift your hands to God in Jesus name I saw your nails got this funny word that God's going to use you around your creativity and uh, it's a little bit hidden at this moment but it's in your heart if you begin to express what's in here God will really use you in Jesus name amen who else is there let's quick go right father commission these young adults tonight in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus father in Jesus name what a warrior, what a warrior in the name of Jesus. Father, everything that has hindered her, Father, I lift it off her life tonight in Jesus' Name. Right now, in the name of Jesus, just lift it, lift it off her, free her tonight in Jesus' Name. Free her, free her right now in the name of Jesus. Power of God come, power of God come right now in Jesus' Name. He's not finished what He started. He's not finished what He started. In Jesus' Name, Father, in the Name of Jesus, I commission these incredible young adults. In the Name of Jesus. Right, okay. I wonder if you would be brave enough if you're of a certain vintage. And I wonder if the young adults could just scupper over here or hurry on back to your seatlings. And I wonder tonight, this has been an interesting night, but I just don't think many of it collapse. We're gonna sing a song again, not Led Zeppelin, something good. And I sense there's a challenge in the heart tonight of some of us of a certain length of tooth. And I know what it's like because when I left England, I said, God, I've been in the ministry 35 years. Can I not please sit down now? But there's a generation that need us. 
There's a generation that need us. And I can sense the challenge. And you know, it's harder as you get older because you like a nice cup of tea and a bicky. And you like to just settle. But I don't want to be a settler. I've got all eternity to do that. I want to go out empty. So I'm going to count to three and you know how quick my threes are. If you want again tonight to say, God, would you use me? I would ask if you just come right across the front right now in Jesus' name. One, two, three. Give them a hand as they come because this is major when you go again. It's major when you go again. Oh my word. This is an army standing up again on its feet. Come on, keep clapping them. This is an army standing again on its feet. Come right on forward. Right on forward because they're coming down from behind you. Oh my word. Oh, I just want to steal some of you in my suitcase if Australia lets me in tomorrow. Dear sir, you are a beautiful man. Yeah, but we, you know, we've all got false teeth. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. God wants to use you. And I can see you sitting at home, just chatting to Jesus like you're having a cuppa. You just talk to Him. And He wants you to know tonight that He hears you. And there's prayers that you've prayed. And I can just see God little by little unfolding. It's like you'll see a tiny squeak of the door open to the things that you desire. And even this week, there's going to be a squeak of an open. And you're going to think, yes, I heard that. And God's going to begin to answer your prayers really mightily. There's going to be family things that are going to be solved for you. Family things that have gone on for years. And God's going to solve them. And it's going to be a miracle. Is this? You're not together? You are. I thought so. Because she was sort of nodding. I'm thinking she's nodding a bit much. Do you, do you, do you still hold hands? Well, come here occasionally. I know it gets a bit boring after a while, doesn't it? Okay, I need to come down again. And artificial hips look really unwieldy when you jump, so... This, this lot here, they all relate to me now. Artificial bits and pieces. Okay. God's going to solve some family stuff for you guys. And you thought it would never happen. But it's going to be a miracle. And I can see you having conversations that you've dreamed of having for years. secretly in the UK for about five years because my son lived in Sydney and nobody knew except Jesus that I wanted to come home and I'm here and God's going to do an absolute miracle you watch God's putting new faith in your spirit tonight Amen. Jesus name okay younger folks are you ready for God to get a hold of you again You really mean it too, don't you, tonight? You're not just out here for a prophecy. You really mean it. God's been getting a hold of you in a secret place. It's like something you can't shake. There's a compassion in you that you can't shake. There's a a need in you to do something and at times you don't even know what to do. And, And so you're the kind of guy you just throw your hand at everything. But God's going to give you a very specific anointing and, it, and it's coming. And, and you're, you're very tempted at times to like flit here and flit there. But God would say, if you put your feet under the table, just commit. Commit's like a swear word. Just commit. You just commit. Say, God, I'm going to put my feet under the table. Then He's going to come and anoint you mightily. It's like you've been chasing anointing, but anointing always comes when we're joined together. It's a good word for you. You can get a dartboard and throw 
arrow at me later. Okay, that's all right. Okay, oldies. Sorry, I shouldn't say that, should I? Because I'm in the band. Are you with him? No. Oh, okay. God wants to make you a mother. And you need to grab some younger things under your wing and encourage them until you've got nothing left in the tank. And the fear before has been, if I give, I'll have nothing left for me. But it doesn't work like that. When you give of yourself, God just fills you and it becomes like an overflowing river. And, and I just feel that God is encouraging you. You're going to have to step out. You're going to have to prophesy over the thing and bring it to life. Like you get the Word of God in your mouth and then you start getting around some people and encouraging them. And, and just between you and me, because no one else is listening. Sometimes we don't do stuff because we're scared of being rejected if we do. to God. What's your name? Sue. Sue. Father, in the name of Jesus, the anointing of a mother. The anointing of a mother. Mothering, giving wisdom and grace, years of spiritual understanding, sowing it into lives in the name of Jesus. That, That young women will sit at your feet and they will know God's Word. There's a generation that have never really, they've never grown up with the Word of God and you're going to sow it into them. And I can see some young women that are compromised in all sorts of ways and you're going to sit with them and and it's almost like the purity of your heart's going to overflow onto them and and their lives will clean up because they've been with you. In Jesus' Name. I've wanted to pray for this couple ever since you see, I, you don't know that I, I look around and I saw you at the beginning of the night and I thought, You guys have a story. And it's a story that you thought would take you out. And uh, so you've always loved God and you've been in the house of God, but stuff has just gotten in the way. And I felt like God wanted to say to you, He's taken you through that because He wants to understand the people that He's given you. And sometimes you feel that you can't bear the pain I, I imagine Jesus felt the same they couldn't bear the pain but he said my will not my will but yours be done and I believe there are people the other side of this tonight it's like I can see in my spirit God's standing you up as a soldier and he's putting your chin back and your shoulders back again and you're going to begin to prophesy over that which you thought was dead. And even stuff that you was like 20 years ago. And God's going to bring it back to life. Listen, we're not dead till our feet are turned up, are we? <laughs> and God wants to use you, right? And even as I say that, you're thinking, oh. you're thinking two things. You're thinking, oh, I don't know. And you're thinking, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so, ah, uh, what's that? Fellow Aussie. Oh, you see, you've got to watch these Aussies. They're really dangerous. You think, I don't know because I don't know whether God can use me. And you think, I don't know because I don't know whether I've got their strength in me. You don't. Because it's not your strength. And God comes and rests just upon open vessels, not upon strong ones. And, and he's, it's literally like I've, I can see in my spirit like you're being closed. Not because you're mean, just because it's been tough. And I can see God just opening your lives up like that. And just the joy, joy that you haven't known for a real long time. Just joy. And, and joy in your walk with God. Um, it's, been, it's been tough and I get it. But there's going to be joy comes in the morning for you guys. In Jesus' name. Radio, because on something okay we've been out here a long time haven't we but what we're gonna oh there's more tell me when to stop one more keep going okay pastor's liking it because he's getting a whole recommissioned army tonight you too oh my goodness 
You're both really, really intelligent. Not because you wear glasses, <laughs> but you're, you're smart. And sometimes in the past, particularly you, dear sir, your brain's got in the way because <laughs> you like to rationalise everything and, and you like your ducks in the row, you know. I have never had a duck in a row. They've not even made it to the wall. <laughs> um, you like things ordered and when they're unordered, it panics you. And you know what? That's okay. Because God uses you the way you're made. And I can, it's like in my spirit, I can see you getting behind. It's like you're behind the, the people at the front and you're helping them work. And, and you're gonna add your skills to the table. And you're not gonna withhold your skills, you're gonna add your skills to the table. Am I terrifying you slightly? Oh, that's good, all right. I tend to do that to people, I terrify them. And, and you're just going to bring your skills to the table again, right? And it's not like you're going to be disappearing anymore. You've always thought, we get missed. But, but God doesn't miss a thing. And God doesn't miss open hearts. Would you lift your hands to God? What's your name? Tamsin. Tamsin, it's a pretty name. Tamsin and, and Robert. Tamsin and Robert. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for a new anointing on their life. God came to Jonah a second time. He calls a second time. Thank you, Father. Okay, beautiful people. There she is. I've been looking all night for a lady in a pink fleece, and there you are. Your husband's on his phone. My husband is always on his phone. I've been looking for you. Yes, pink fleece lady, I've been looking for all night, and there you are. My goodness, look at you fine pair. I feel that God this, this could be, you know, sometimes when you get a word and you think, I am insane. All right, so I could be officially sectioned after this. But I feel like God's going to use you to people in an agricultural community. Like there's going to be some people that have worked on the land or um, sheep farmers. or This is just weird. And God's going to cause you to have them to come into your home. And you're gonna meet them in a really weird way, right? You gotta be open for it, pink fleece lady, okay? You gotta be open for it because there's a moment coming where you could miss it. And you're gonna be sitting somewhere in these people and you're gonna get a conversation come up and it's gonna be a doorway into a whole people group. And these people groups, farmers and people that are on the land and that are doing agricultural stuff and, and sheep, there's a lot of sheep in New Zealand. And, and God's gonna, you're gonna weevil your way into a group that had previously been closed. This is wild, isn't it? He's looking at me like I've got three heads. So we'll talk to Pink Shirt. And as you recommissioning, as you're saying, God use us again, He really is gonna use you. This is not just a moment. This is a real thing. God's gonna open a door for you that nobody else can go through and you're gonna walk through it and you're gonna have incredible fruit and you'll remember this moment. Right, they're looking at me like I got three heads. Okay, lift your hands to God across the front just as we finish tonight. Father, I thank you for this generation, for my generation. And Father, we don't stop. Lord, tonight we don't, we don't say, God, we, we've done enough. We sit down now and let the young'uns do it. But Father, we bring everything that You have given our lives to the table. We bring the years of wisdom and experience. Father, we even bring the years of pain and disappointment and we lay them at the altar again tonight and we say, God, would You pick us up again? One more. Are you two together? 
They look, the older couples, when you say, are you together, they look at each other and then decide. The hand of God's on you too. And you've just been sitting back for a little bit because you needed to. You need to just have some time. But God's coming again and that terrifies you. It terrifies you. It terrified me. But I've watched God just come under my wings and just look after me in every way, shape or form. And God's, as you step out again for Him, He's actually going to give you the things that you really desire, material things. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and He will add. And He's going to add those things because it terrifies you that you're going to lose them. I understand it's okay, we're human, right? Yeah. But God's going to give you beautiful things. As you step out and serve him as your beautiful man here. Look, he loves you so much. A second ago, he was denying your existence. And now he's looking at you with loving eyes. As he leads you into this next season, you're going to flourish. It's not even going to be medium okay. You're going to flourish. And like you've never flourished before, it's going to be better and bigger and bolder. In Jesus' name. Amen. What if you're here tonight and you have never actually laid down your heart, laid down your life for Jesus? And you know, it's the greatest thing that we can ever do. And just before we finish tonight, I want to give up with God. I'm not right with God. Do you know what the Bible teaches makes our hearts right with God? Is actually laying down our lives for God. Actually saying, I believe tonight, Lord, that the gospel is. God loved the world so much. He loves you that He gave Jesus. That's why we lift up Jesus here. That's why we've been singing about Him tonight. That's why we've been talking about Him. It seems bizarre that all you'd have to do is believe in Jesus. But it takes a little bit more than just believing. The kind of believing the Bible talks about is actually coming to the point of just surrendering. And I've been exactly where some of you are at tonight. We are actually, to be honest... If someone had said surrender, it felt like someone was ripping my heart out and it was like a real fight and battle. But yet on the other hand, it wasn't at all because I knew everything that I was doing wasn't working. Everything that I was trapped in wasn't answering that thing. And tonight, God's calling people to lay down their life afresh for Jesus. Consumerism Christian Christianity isn't going to cut it now. It stopped working a few years back. You're never going to be in a safer place than the risky place of the will of God. It's an adventure. It's an adventure. But there is nothing better. There is nothing better. And so right now, tonight, I just feel like we've got to give an opportunity for those who need to lay down their lives for Jesus. Like legit. Like something inside of you that's just like, and if you do, He will make your heart new. He will make your heart new. That's what He says. So just with eyes closed for a moment, okay? I'm going to keep my eyes open. And the reason I'm going to do that is because God gives a special task tonight that if those here tonight are saying, I need to lay down my life for Jesus, I need to follow Him, I need to surrender, I'm going all in with Jesus, and He will make your heart new, then God will see, God will know. We're going to pray a prayer together. It is going to change something within you. But on the count of three, I want you to lift up your hand if you like, I need to lay down my life for Jesus. Might cost you something tonight. Could cost you a relationship. Could cost you this career thing that you thought was everything. God's got something better. Whatever it's got to cost you, it's worth it. It's always worth it. So on the count of three, I want you to lift up your hand if you're saying, Graham, I need to lay down my life for Jesus. I need to surrender to Him. I need Him to make my heart new. On the count of three, I want you to lift up your hand. And then we're going to, I'm going to acknowledge it and we're going to pray together. One, two, three. Just lift it up. If that's you. Yeah, I need to lay down my life for Jesus. Yeah, just keep it up for a second. Yeah. You can keep your eyes closed. There's a number of hands going up right now, but it's like God's just calling people again. Fresh surrender. Maybe the first time ever. Just keep it up for a second. Yeah, awesome here. Awesome down here. Awesome back there. 
Fantastic here. Who else here? Yep, down here as well. That's so good. Just keep it up for one more second. You don't. You have no idea how long Jesus hung there for you. Over here, hung on that cross because he loved you. Lay it down tonight. You'll never regret it. Never regret it. Thank you, Lord. Okay, you can put your hands down and we're going to pray this prayer all together, okay? So follow this prayer after me, but everybody. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you tonight in the name of Jesus and I lay my life at your feet. Just as I am, I give it to you. I want to follow you. I want to know you. Make my heart new. Forgive me. Take my sin away. I need you. Let me know your love. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on. Amen. So amazing. So awesome. So important. Jared, do you have one of those forms? We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what your next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info at or visit our website, annasbrook.co.nz.